Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats the series. I'm your host, Sharpstar. We will be doing a bonus episode today, probably about three chapters. That is my goal. Um, and yeah, see you guys in a minute. Okay, now we will be reading chapter six. Um, yeah, okay. Wait, I feel like I have, I have an announcement. Oh, yeah. Um, before we start, actually, I would like to, um, first of all, say thank you for everyone who subscribed. And if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Um, I have a goal of getting 20 subscribers. <laughs> kind of pitiful. But um, I'm at 15, so you guys could tell a friend or uh, someone about my podcast that if you know they like Warrior Cats. Okay, let's get on. Fireheart pressed his body warningly against Graystripe, who had padded out to join him. They had they had shown no threat if they were to survive. The Wind Clan warriors stood their ground without moving a muscle. They're waiting for a signal from their leader. Fireheart realized they still follow the warrior code, even through they ha- even through they have to live like this. From behind the line of warriors, a black and white tom weaved his way to the front. With a jolt, Fireheart recognized the long-tailed cat from his dream. This must be Tallstar, leader of one clan. Tallstar sniffed the air, but Fireheart and Graystripe were downwind, their scents carried away by the steady breeze. As the black and white cat walked into walked to walked toward them, Fireheart breathed in the rank odor of crow food that hung on his coat. Like Graystripe, he remained perfectly still. His eyes down as he remained perf- perfectly still, his eyes down as, saucer, as Tall Star circled them, sniffing their fur closely. Finally, Tall Star returned to his warriors. Fireheart heard him murmur, Thunderclan. The warriors flattened their fur, but remained in the defensive line, shielding the rest of the cats. Tallstar turned to to face his visitors and sat down, curling his tail carefully around his paws. I was expecting Shadowclan, he growled, his eyes burned with hostility. Why are you here? We came to find you, Fireheart meowed. Feeling his voice crack with tension, Blue Star and the other clan leaders want you to return home. The one clan leader's voice was still wary. That land is not safe for my clan anymore, he meowed. There was a haunted look in Tall Star's eyes that sent a pang of sorrow through Fireheart. Shadow Clan has driven out Broken Star, he meowed. He is no longer a threat. The warriors behind Tallstar turned and looked at one another. Murmurs of surprise rippled through the clan. You you must return as soon as possible, Fireheart urged. Shadow Clan and River Clan are starting to hunt in the uplands. We saw a River Clan hunting patrol near the old bad, Badger set while we were out on, out on our way here. Tallstar bristled angrily. But there are rabbits but they are poor rabbit hunters, Graystripe added. I think they went home with empty bellies. Tallstar and his warriors purred with satis- satisfaction. Their good spirits encouraged Fireheart, but he could he could still see how weak they were. 
this clan would be would find the journey back to the uplands long and hard. May we travel with you? He suggested respectfully. Tulsar's eyes flashed. He knew the question was a traceful offer of help. He looked steadily at Fireheart. Yes, he replied at last. Thank you. Fireheart realized he had to introduce himself. This is Greystart, he meowed, dipping his head, and I am Fireheart. We are warriors of ThunderClan. Fireheart, repeated Tulsar thoughtfully. Sunlight was still flooding through the gap in the roof now, making Fireheart's orange pelt glow in the dim tunnel. The name suits you. Another monster roared overhead. Fireheart and Greystripe flinched. Tolstar watched with amusement and flicked his tail. I must have been a it must have been a signal for the line of warriors be, behind him split up. We shall le- we shall leave at once. He, he announced, standing up. Are we all fit for the journey? Tolstar asked as the warriors began to move among the queens and elders. All except Morningflower's kit, replied a molted brown warrior. He is too young. Then we must take turns carrying him, answered Tallisar. The Wind Clan cats shuffled forward, their, their eyes dull with pain and exhaustion. A tortoiseshell queen was holding a tiny kit gently by the scruff of its neck. The little creature's eyes were hardly open. Ready, t- called Tallisar. A black tom with a misshapen paw looked around the clan and answered for them. Ready, he meowed. Fireheart and Graystripe turned turned and made their way back to the tunnel entrance and waited while the wind clan cats emerged blinkingly into the sunlight. Some of the some of the elders blinked, blinked out so long their faces screwed up against the weak sun. That fireheart guessed they had not been outside for the tu- uh, outside the tunnel for a long time. Tallstar padded out of the tunnel, past of all of them, and past all of them, and walked to the to to the head of his clan. Shall we take Shall we take you back the way we came? Fireheart asked him. I believe it's a shortcut. Is it safe? Asked Tallstar. Fireheart saw the haunted look once more in the leader's eyes. We meant no trouble coming here, Greystripe meowed. Tallstar flicked his head decisively, as though he he were brushing away any doubt. Good, he declared. You you come with me, Greystripe. Show me the way. Fireheart, travel beside the clan. Tell Tell my deputy if you see any trouble. Which one is he? asked Fireheart. Tulsar nodded to the Black Tom. Deadfoot, he meowed. The warrior turned at the sound of his name and, pr- and pricked the ears. And pricked his ears. Fireheart dipped his head in greeting. He left Greystripe with Tallstar and joined the the other cats. As the clan made it made its way under the Thunderpath Arch, Fireheart could still smell smell the fire. But when they padded out and onto the patch of wasteland, the two legs were nowhere to be seen. Greystripe headed straight straight for the tunnel, where he and F- Fireheart had spent the night. Tallstar entered first, while Fireheart and walk- waited at the back until all the clan d- had disappeared inside. Only Deadfoot remained. Are you sure it leads to daylight? The Black Tom mewed warily. It just leads to under the Thunderpath. Have you ever used this tunnel? Fireheart asked, surprised. When our warriors crossed the Thunderpath, they preferred to see where they're heading, growled Deadfoot. Fireheart nodded. 
and the deputy added, You go first. Fireheart padded down the dark hole. He emerged to find the one clan cat staring across the field that led to the final thunder pass. Fireheart saw Tallstar consult briefly with Greystripe before they set off into the long, forest, f- frost crisp grass. Fireheart walked with the rest of the clan, flanking one side while Deadfoot limped steadily on the other. Before they were halfway across the field, it was clear that many of the cats were having trouble keeping up the pace. Tallstar yelled dead, Deadfoot, we need to travel more slowly. Fireheart looked over his shoulder and saw some of the cats falling farther and farther behind. Morning, morning flower was among them, the kit swinging from her mouth. Fireheart bounded over to her. She was pain, panting heavily. It couldn't have been long since her kidding. <clears throat> Fireheart offered, oh wait, let me carry him, Fireheart offered, just until you have caught your breath. Morning Flower glanced warily at Fireheart, but her eyes softened when he when they met his. She put her kit down, and Fireheart took it gently and walked next to her, so that the that she didn't lose sight of her precious bundle. Tallstar slowed the pace, but only a little, in spite of his obvious exhaustion and the fact that every rib showed under his fur. He burned with a fierce energy that lent swiftness to his paws. Farheart could understand part of the reason for his urgency. The sun was steadily climbing above the horizon. Some of the wind clan cats were sick, some old, and all of them were weak and weak from hung- hunger. If they were going to cross the Thunderpath without losing any cats, they would have to do it quickly, before the monsters came in their swarms. By the time Fireheart and Morningflower arrived at the hedge, Wind Clan was gathered around its heather, its leader. <clears throat> we crossed the Thunderpath here, Tulsar announced above the noise of a monster racing past. The Wind Clan leader squeezed under the hedge. Deadfoot, Graystripe, and a younger warrior followed him. Morningflower leaned toward Fireheart and took hold of her kit. She had stopped panting now, and as as she took as she took the kit from Fireheart, she brushed her cheek gratefully against his. Dip, he dipped his head to to the tortoiseshell queen and followed Graystripe under the hedge. Tallstar and Tallstar and Deadfoot sat staring wordlessly at the wide gray path. Graystripe stood beside them. He flicked his tail toward the younger warrior. This is one whisker, he told Fireheart. Monster sped past, almost drowning out Graystripe's words and whipping up stinging dust. Through the streaming eyes, Fireheart mewed a greeting to one whisker and turned his attention to the Thunderpath. We should try to get the clan over in small groups, he meowed. Graystripe and I will stand will stay with any any that need help. He looked at the clan leader. If you agree, Tallstar, he added. Tallstar nodded. The strongest group will go first, he meowed. The other one clan cats began to appear through the hedge. Before 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 long the whole clan was clustered beside them, pressed against the sharp pressed against the sharp twigs as far back from the Thunderpath as possible. Fireheart and Graystripe moved to the edge. 
watching for a break in the line of monsters. The, th- the thunder path was much busier than it had been when they crossed it last night. One whisker led the first group forward. Do you want us to cross with you? Fireheart offered. He could smell the young young Tom's fear. The multi brown tabby shook his head. The cats the cats beside him peered along the thunder path first way, then the other. All was quiet quiet. The group dashed safely to the other side. Two warriors came next, accompanied by a pair of skinny elders. Now, Fireheart ordered as the monster flashed swift, safely past. The four wind clan cats stepped out onto the empty thunderpath. The elders winced as they, their, the padded, as they padded across on paws raw from the damp tunnel. Fireheart willed, willed them on breathlessly as he heard, as they neared the other side. A monster was zooming toward them. Look out! Graystripe yelled, and even. And even the two elders bounded forward, fur bristling, and hurled themselves onto the other side for a heartbeat before the monster raced past. Two larger groups crossed, leaving just one more. Only one, only once were they safely over. Would Tallstar and Deadfoot cross? Morningflower and her kit stepped up to Fireheart's side. Behind her, behind her trembled three very elderly cats. We'll cross with you, Fireheart meowed. We looked at Gra- he looked at Graystripe, who nodded. Tell us when it's safe to go, Graystripe. Fireheart leaned forward to take Morningflower's kit, but she pulled back, her ears flat. Fireheart looked deep into her frightened amber eyes and understood. She and her kit would live or die together. Now, at Graystripe yell, Fireheart and Morningfowl, Flowers stepped out onto the thunder path. The elders crept out behind them with Graystripe behind beside them. Time seemed to stand still as the elders hobbled slowly toward forward on stiff battle scarred legs. If a monster comes now, we'll all be fresh kill, Fireheart thought. The other side was several rabbit leaps away. Come on, urged Graystripe. The elders tried to hurry, but one stumbled. Graystripe had to lo- nose him back onto his paws. Fireheart heard the distant roar of a monster. Go on ahead, he hissed to Morningflower. We'll bring the elders. Morningflower stumbled forward. Her kit squealed as it bumped against the hard ground. Fireheart and Graystripe pressed themselves against the elders' scrawny bodies, nudging them forward. The noise of the approaching monster grew louder and louder. Fireheart grabbed the nearest elder by the scruff of the neck and dragged him forward, before turning to hold the second closer to the verge. The monster monster raced closer. Fireheart closed his eyes and braced himself. There was a screech and an arced smell that stung his throat. Then the fading roar as the monster sped away. Fireheart opened his eyes and looked around. Graystripe was crouching in the middle of the thunder path, unscratched, but he was staring with his eyes wide as full moons. One One elder cowered between them. The other two trembled near the verge. The monster was hurtling away from them, swerving across the thunder path. Thanks, StarClan. It had missed them all. Fireheart took a shuddering breath. Come on, he meowed to the to the last elder. Almost there. Tallstar bounded across with de- Deadfoot and gathered his trembling clan around him on one verge. One whisker touched Fireheart's nose with his own. You... You would have died for us, he murmured. Wind Clan will never forget that. Tallstar's voice sounded behind them. 
One whisker is right. We shall honor you both in our stories. We must keep going, he continued. We have a long journey ahead of us. As the cats prepared to move off, Fireheart padded over to Morningflower. She was busy licking her kit. Is he all right? Fireheart asked. Oh, yes, answered Morningflower. What about you? asked Fireheart. Morningflower didn't answer. Fireheart turned to the Great Queen, who was who answered who answered his own spoken question. Don't worry, she meowed. I'll take I'll take the kid next. The clan followed the hedge ground along the thunderpath before turning away to join the track through the woods. The sense that the sense here seemed to soothe the wind clan's cats, but the journey had taken its toll. They were traveling slowly, uh, slower than ever, and when they reached the fence at the far side, it took all Fireheart's strength to help the weakest cats over. The sun had passed its highest point by the time Fireheart spotted the the two-legged place in the distance. He sniffed the air, hopefully, hopefully, but there was still no scent of Ravenpaw. Fireheart felt a stab of grief and tried to ignore the nagging thought that he would never he, he should never have seen sent his friend here alone clouds billowed, billowed up over highstones growing blacker as they covered the sinking sun a cold wind ruffled the cat's fur bringing the fur, the first drops of rain fireheart looked at the wind clan cats there were no way they there was no way they could travel through a long wet night he was he was tired and for the first time since he'd eaten the elephant's herbs, he was feeling the effects of hunger. A glance at Grey Stripe told him that his friends felt the same way. The big grey warrior tail drooped and his ears flattened against the spattering rain. Tallstar Fireheart called, Perhaps we should stop soon and shelter for the night. The Wind Clan leader stopped and waited at waited while Fireheart caught up with him. I agree, he meowed. There's a ditch here. We can shelter in that until sunrise. Graystripe and Fireheart exchanged glances. We might be better sheltering than the hedge ground, Fireheart suggested. There are rats in in these dishes. Tallstar nodded. Very well. He turned to his clan and announced that they would be spending the night there. The queens and elders flopped down at once, despite the rain, while the warriors and apprentices gathered to discuss hunting patrols. Fireheart and Graystripe joined them. I don't know how good the hunting will be here, Fireheart meowed. There are too many two legs. Graystripe's stomach growled. As if in agreement, the other warriors turned to him with amused but sympathetic eyes. Then they froze as the grass began behind them rustled. The Wind Clan warriors bristled and arched their backs, unsh- unsheathing sharp claws. But sh- but Fireheart and Graystripe turned their heads joyfully. The wind the wind carried a scent as familiar as their own. Ravenpaw. Fireheart heard a gasp as a sleek sleek black cat emerged from the long grass. Fireheart raced over to his old friend and nuzzled him. Thanks, Starclan, you're safe, he purred. He stepped back and studied Ravenpaw, and surprised what happened to 
to the skinny scarred, scarred black apprentice. The cat was plump and sleek, and his fur usually so dull before it now shed the rain like a holy leaf. Like a holly holly leaf. Firepaw, Ravenpaw meowed in delight. Fireheart, Graystripe corrected him. He stepped forward and touched noses with the black cat. We're warriors now. I'm glad Graystripe. I'm Graystripe. Do you know this cat, snarled Deadfoot? The hostility in his voice made Fireheart flinch. He looked at the bristling one clan cats silently and cursed himself for calling Ravenpaw's name out loud. He just hoped tall star warriors had been too distracted to hear it. When clan mentioned it at the gathering, it would spread through the clan, clans like a forest fire. Ravenpaw was supposed to be dead. Is he a loner? asked One Whisker. He can help us find food, Fireheart meowed quickly, glancing at Ravenpaw. The black cat nodded. I know all the best places to hunt around here, he meowed. His fur didn't even br- bristle beneath so many hostile gazes. How much he ha- he has changed, Fireheart thought. Why would a loner help us, demanded Deadfoot. Loners have helped us before, Graystripe told him. Another loner once saved us from a rat attack near here. Ravenpaw stepped forward and bent his head respectfully as he addressed the WindClan warriors. Let me help you. I, w- I owe my life to Fireheart and Graystripe, and if they are traveling with you, then they mu- then you must be friends. He lifted his eyes and let his gaze rest on the WindClan cats. They t- they returned his stare, more wary now than hostile. The rain was falling harder, and with their fur bedraggled, they looked skinnier than ever. I'll go and find Barley, Ravenpaw meowed. He will help us, too. He turned and disappeared through the long grass. Tallstar eyes burned with curiosity, but all he asked all he asked Fireheart was, Can we trust them? Fireheart met Tallstar's gaze, completely. Tallstar, is not, Tallstar nodded to his warriors. Then let us let the fur fly, fly flat on on their shoulders and settled down to wait. Oh, they let their fur fly lie flat on their shoulders and settled down to wait. Guys, hold on a sec. I need to check something. I just lost my plate. Place. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Fireheart was almost wet through to his skin when Ravenpaw appeared again. This time, Barley was with him. Fireheart greeted the black and white loner with a friendly mew. It was good to see him again. Barley took one look at, at the dripping cats and meowed, We need to find you some proper shelter. Follow me. Fireheart leaped forward at once, glad to move his, his stiffening legs. Graystripe was right behind him, but the river clicked. The wind clan cats hung, hung back, fear and suspicion shone in their eyes. Tallstar blinked at his clan. We have to trust him, he growled, before turning to follow the loner. One by one, the wind clan cats fell in, in step behind their leader. 
Barley and Ravenpaw led through the hedge, led them through the hedge into the other field. In an overgrown corner, among the brambles and nettles, stood an abandoned two-legged nest. The walls were full of holes where stones had fallen out, and only half the roof was left. The Wind Clan cat stared fearfully at us. At it, you won't get me in there," muttered one of the elders. Two legs never come out. Come here, here now," Barley reassured them. "It'll only give us some shelter from the rain," urged Fireheart. One of the apprentices whispered loudly, "I'm not surprised he wants to hide in a two-leg nest. Once a kitty pet, always a kitty pet." Fireheart bristled. He hadn't heard that insult for several moons, several moons, but the story that a kitty pet had joined the clan must have made rich go- gossip at the gathering. Of course, one clan would know. He whipped around and glared at the apprentice. You spent two moons living. You you spent two moons living in a two-leg tunnel. Does that make you a rat? The one clan apprentice drew himself up, ruffling his fur. But Graystripe stepped between them. Come on. We're just getting wetter the longer we stand out here. Tolstar meowed. We faced worse than a two-leg shelter these past moons. One night here will do us no harm. The Wind Clan cats murmured nervously among themselves, clearly re- reluctant. But f- with a glance at Fireheart, Warning Flower picked up her kit and padded into the into the two-leg shelter. The Grey Queen followed after her, nudging her own kit forward out of the rain. The two other cats gradually followed until every cat was inside. Fireheart looked around the gloomy shelter. The ground was bare except for patches where the weeds had burrowed their way under the stone walls. The wind and rain found their way through the gaps in the walls and roof. But it was drier and more sheltered sheltered than anywhere outside. He watched the wind clan cats sniffing cautiously around. As they began to settle themselves away from the dripping holes and drafty cracks, he glanced at Graystripe, relieved. Only Tallstar and Deadfoot remained on their paws. What what about food? asked Deadfoot. Barley spoke. You should all be resting, he meowed. Raven Fireheart interrupted him before Barley could finish, saying Ravenpaw's name out loud. Why don't you two show me and Graystripe the best places to hunt around here? Deadfoot and one whisker will go with you, meowed Tallstar. Fireheart couldn't decide if the one clan leader would still didn't trust these these two strangers or if he was determined to show that his clan could look at after itself. The six cats ventured back into the rain. Hunting would be hard, but Fireheart Fireheart was starving. Hunger always made him a better hunter. Tonight, the voles and mice wouldn't stand a chance. Just show me where they are, he meowed to Barley and Ravenpaw. The two cats led them them into a a small patch of woodland. Fireheart breathed in a lung full of the familiar scent. Then he dropped into a hunter's crouch and began to stalk into the ferns. When the hunting party returned, each cat carried a mouthful of fresh kill. The Wind Clan cats shared a feast with their new allies that night. Every cat from the eldest to the youngest ate their fill, then curled up together to share tongues and mutual grooming. While outside, the wind and rain lashed at the walls of the shelter. As darkness settled in, Barley got to his paws. I'm off. Rats to catch, he meowed. Fireheart stood and touched the lunar's nose with his own. 
Thank you again, he purred. This is the second time you've helped us. Thanks for sending Ravenpaw to me, replied Barley. He's turning into a fine ratter, and and it's good to share a meal with a fat fellow cat from time to time. Is he happy to hear? asked Fireheart. Ask him yourself. Meowed Barley, meowed Barley, and with that he turned in, and disappeared into the night. Fireheart padded over to Tallstar, who was washing his paws. Fireheart couldn't help noticing how swollen and painful they looked. We'll we'll take it in turns to keep watch tonight, if you like. He offered, flicking he he flicked flicking flicking his head toward Graystripe and Ravenpaw. Tallstar looked at him and gratefully exhaustion clouded his eyes. Thank you, he meowed. Fireheart blinked respectfully at the Wind Clan leader and went to tell Ravenpaw and Graystripe. His offer to Tallstar had been genuine, but it, it would also mean, it, but it would also meant he could be alone with his two friends. He was desperate to get Ravenpaw out of earshot of the Wind Clan cats and ask him what he'd been up to. Graystripe and Ravenpaw bounded over to his side as soon as they as he called them. Fireheart led them to a corner of the of the two leg nest close enough to the entrance for them to keep watch, but far enough away from the other cats that they couldn't talk in private. So what happened after we left you? he asked Ravenpaw as soon as the three friends had settled down. I had I headed straight across the Wind Clan territory, like you suggested. What about the two legged dogs? Were they loose? Yes, but it was easy to avoid them, Ravenpaw told them. Fireheart was surprised by by how cautiously his friend dismissed the dogs. Easy, he echoed. I could smell them from a long way off. I just waited until dawn, and once the dogs were tied up again, I tracked down I tracked down Barley. He he's been great. I think he likes having me around. Ravenpaw's expression suddenly clouded, which is more than Tigerclaw ever did. He meowed bitterly. What did you tell him? Fireheart recognized the haunted look in Ravenpaw's eyes as he spoke without with he spoke about his old mentor. We said you've been killed by a Shadow Clan patrol, he answered quietly. Two Wind Clan apprentices were wandering toward them. Fireheart twitched his ears to warn his friends that they had been they had an audience. Oh yes, meowed Ravenpaw, raising his voice. We we learners eat eat clan apprentices whenever we can catch one. The Wind Clan apprentices shot him a scornful look. You don't scare us, they mewed. Really, purred Ravenpaw. Well, I guess your meat would be tough and stringy anyway. How come you're such good friends with a loner? One apprentice asked Fireheart. A wise warrior makes friends whenever he can, Fireheart replied. If it weren't for this loner, we'd still be cold and hungry instead of dry and well-fed. He narrowed his eyes in mourning, and the apprentices slunk away. So ThunderClan thinks I'm dead, meowed Ravenpaw when they th- when they had gone. He gazed down at his paws. Well, it's probably for the best. He lifted his eyes toward Fireheart to, to, and looked at Fireheart in gray stripe. I'm glad I've seen you got, uh, you again, he meowed warmly. Fireheart purred, and gray stripe prodded his friend affectionately uh, with a hind paw. But you look tired, Ravenpaw continued. 
You should get some sleep. I'll keep watch tonight. I can rest tomorrow. He stood up and gently licked each of his old fellows on the head. Then he padded to the entrance of the shelter, sat down, and stared out into the rain. Fireheart looked at Graystripe. Are you tired? Exhausted, admitted Graystripe. The gray warrior rested his head on his paws and closed his eyes. Fireheart took a final look at Ravenpaw, sitting alone in the entrance. He knew... He knew now that he had made the right decision in helping Ravenpaw to leave Thunderclan. Perhaps Bluestar had been right when he, when she'd said Ravenpaw would be better off without the clan. Each cat has its own destiny, he thought. Ravenpaw was happy, and that was all that mattered. When Fireheart woke, Ravenpaw was gone. It was passed on. The gray rain clouds had been dri- and begun to drift away, tinged by the rosy glow of the rising sun. They looked like blossoms floating across a pond. Fireheart stared through a gap in the roof and watched, watched them as the Windclan cats stirred and helped themselves to the leftovers of last night's catch. A short-tailed to- brown tom joined Fireheart, Fireheart and gazed up at the clouds with him. Fireheart jumped as a curious yell suddenly escaped the brown tom's throat. The noise brought the other Windclan cats crowding around them murmuring and anxious. What is it, Barkface? prompted Morningflower. Has Starkland p- spoke, spoken to you? Fireheart realized that this Tom must be one clan's medicine cat. He tensed instinctively at the sight of Bark- Barkface bristling fur. The clouds are stained with blood, rasped Barkface, his eyes wide and glazed. It is a sign from our ancestors. There is trouble ahead. This day shall bring an unnecessary death. That is the end of chapter six. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we will read chapter seven. And welcome back from the break. Now we will be reading chapter seven. Chapter six, that was a really long one. Um, But yeah, let's start. For a moment, none of the cats moved or spoke. Then Deadfoot growled. Any of the clans could see those clouds. We can't be sure that the message is for us. Hopefully, hopeful news spread through the Wind Clan. Through Wind Clan, Tallstar surveyed his clan. Then meowed calmly. Whatever Star Clan has planned for us, today we return to our home. I can smell more rain in the air. It's time we set off. Fire, Fireheart felt relieved at the leader's pra- practical tone. The last thing they needed was hysteria at the anonymous prophecy. Tallstar led the way out of the chilly, out into the chilly morning air. Fireheart and Graystripe followed. The Wind Clan leader was right. The wind carried the promise of more rain, and soon. Shall we scar- scout ahead? Fireheart offered. Yes, please, replied Tallstar. Let me know if you see dogs, two legs, or rats. My clan is stronger this morning, but we had trouble. We've had trouble with dogs on our way out. We must stay alert. Fireheart could see from the worried look on the leader's eyes that Barkface warning had disturbed him more than his confident words suge- suggested. His clan might be stronger, but it was in but it was in no state to fight an attacker. Attackers. 
Fireheart raced away with Graystripe at his heels. They took turns going back to the clan, telling Tallstar that the way ahead was clear, or warning him to stay back while a, while a two-leg passed with a dog. The Wind Clan cats were wordlessly, obey, wordlessly obe, obeyed their leader, plodding on a heavy paw, on heavy paws in spite of their night's rest. By sunlight, dark clouds had gathered once more, and the first drops of rain were beginning to fall. The ground would begin to slope upward, and when Fireheart pushed his way through a hedge, he recognized the red dirt track that led the way from Tulek ter- territory into Windclan hunting's ground. His spirits soared, and he met Graystripe gaze with look at triumph. Nearly there, the muffled... The muffled tramp of Paul's steps sounded behind the net hedge. Fireheart spun around and darted back into the field. The Wing Clan cats had caught up with them. Deadfoot was at the head of the group. He looked startled by Fireheart's sudden appearance. This way, Fireheart meowed, showing him into the gap through the dripping leaves. He was eager to see Wing Clan's reaction when they <clears throat> glimpsed the uplands on the other side. With Deadfoot leading, the cats began to file slowly through. Fireheart followed close behind the last cat, but Deadfoot and two warriors had already leaped the ditch and crossed the track and were pushing into the hedge ground on the other side. Their pace had quickened. They they clearly knew that they where they were. Fireheart had sprint to catch up. He followed them through the hedge and kept up, kept up with them as they bounded toward the long slope into the up, that led into the uplands and their home. At the foot of the slope, Deadfoot and his warriors paused to wait for the rest of the clan. They closed their eyes against the rain, but held their eyes high. Fireheart could see their chests rising and falling as they breathed in the familiar scents sweeping the, uh, from the uplands. Fireheart ran back to the rest of the clan, looking for a morning flower. He spotted her walking beside a tabby warrior who held a kit, who held her kit in his mouth. Every few steps, the Torshell Queen stretched her neck to sniff the wet little bundle. It would not be long before she could settle with her kit into the Wind Clan nursery. Fireheart fell in step beside Graystripe at the rear. They glanced happily at each other, but didn't speak. Dew caught up with the Wind Clan's excitement at coming home. Even the elders were moving swiftly now, keeping their bodies low and their eyes narrowed against the rain. As the clan joined Deadfoot at the at the foot of the slope, the deputy the deputy got to his paws, and Tallstar took the lead. Without pausing, Tallstar began to follow a narrow sheep trail through the gra- rough grass and the heather. As the clan neared the top, some of the warriors raced ahead. Head again, in the brow of the hill. At the brow of the hill, they made proud silhouettes against the stormy sky. While the wind sent ripples through their fur, a hedge stretched the old hunting grounds. Suddenly, two apprentices charged past Fireheart, mounted away from into the familiar heather. Tallstar sniffed. Wait, he yelled. There might be hunting parties from the other clans here. 
As soon as they, as they heard him, the apprentices skidded to a halt and pelted back to join the clan, their eyes still bright with acceleration. From a rock-strewn ridge, Fireheart saw the dip in the ground that concealed one clan's camp. With a purr of delight, Morning Flower took her kit from the mouth of the tabby warrior's mouth and hurried toward the hollow. Tallstar flicked his tail, and three warriors raced forward to escort her as she disappeared over the edge and down into the camp. The Wind Clan leader's leader paused while the rest of the clan rushed into the sheltering bushes below. He turned to Fireheart and Graystripe, his eyes shining. My clan is grateful for your help, he meowed. You have both proved you are warriors worthy of Star Clan. Wind Clan has come home, and it is time for you to return to yours. Fireheart felt a pang of disappointment. He'd wanted to see Morning Flower settle in the nursery with her kit, and Tolster was right. There was no need for them to stay any longer here. Tolster spoke again. There may be hostile hunting parties around. One whisker and dead foot would, will escort you to four trees. Fireheart bowed his head. Thank you, Tolster. Tolster called to his warriors and gave them orders. Then he turned. He turned his tired eyes once more to Fireheart. You have served one clan well. Tell tell Blue Sir that one clan will not forget it. It forget it was Thunder Clan who br- brought them home. Deadfoot padded away in the direction of Fort Trees. Fireheart and Graystripe walked after him with one whisker at their side. They stayed close to clo- together as they followed a narrow path through a solid mass of gorse and provided good shelter against the rain. Suddenly, one whisker stopped and sniffed the air. Rabbit, he called out joyfully before charging it away into the gorse. Deadfoot stopped and waited. Fireheart could see a glint in the deputy's tired eyes. There was a rush of paw steps in the distance and the rustle of gorse, then silence. A moment later, one whisker returned with a large rabbit dangling from his jaws. Graystripe leaned leaned toward Fireheart, a little better than than the river clan warriors, eh? Fireheart purred in agreement. One whisker dropped the fresh kill on the ground. Anyone hungry? They ate the rabbit gratefully. When he had eaten his share, Fireheart sat up and licked his lips. He felt refreshed by the meal, but a weary coldness was beginning to nag at his bones, and his paws felt sore. If he and Gristripe followed the route they had come, past four trees, they still had a long way to go. What if they took a shortcut through River Clan's hunting grounds? After all, they were on a mission that had been agreed to at the gathering at last, at least, by all the, the clans. Could RiverClan really object if they passed through their ter- territory? It wasn't as if they were going to steal prey. Fireheart looked around at the companions and meowed tentatively. You know it'll be quicker if we follow the river. Graystripe looked up f- from washing his paw, but that would mean crossing into RiverClan territory. We could follow the gorge, Fireheart explained. RiverClan doesn't hunt there. It's too steep for them to get down to the river. Graystripe gently rested a damp, a damp, sorry, uh, lost my place, a damp paw on the ground. Even my claws ache, he murmured. I wouldn't mind taking a shorter route. He turned his yellow eyes hopefully to the Wing Clan deputy. Deadfoot looked thoughtful. 
Dollstar ordered us to travel with you to Fortress, he meowed. If you don't want to come with us, we'll understand, Fireheart answered quickly. We'll only be in RiverClan's territory for a bleak. I can't see us meeting any trouble. Graystripe nodded, but Deadfoot shook his head. We, could, we couldn't let you go into RiverClan territory alone, he, me he meowed. You're exhausted. If you ever did meet trouble, you're in no state to deal with it. We won't meet anyone. Fireheart had convinced himself that he was determined to convince Deadfoot too. Deadfoot gazed at him with wise old eyes. If we did go that way, he mused, it would let RiverClan know that when Clarence back. Fireheart, let, Fireheart pricked his ears in understanding, and once they've smelled fresh wind clan scent, they might not be so keen to come rabbit hunting in your territory again. When Whisker licked the last traces of fresh kill from his lips and remarked, "I mean, I'll, it'll mean we'll be home for before moonrise, before moonrise." You just want to make sure you get a good nest in your den, Deadfoot re retorted. His voice was stern, but the, there was a good-natured gleam in his eye. Then we're going through RiverClan territory, Fireheart asked. Yes, decided Deadfoot. He changed direction and led the cats along the old badger trails that took them away from the barren uplands. Soon they were in RiverClan's territory, even through the wind clan and the wind and the rain. Fireheart could hear the roaring of the river as it crashed and thundered somewhere up ahead. The river, sorry, the cats followed the trail toward the noise. The path shrank until it was little more than a, sh a narrow strip of grass on the very edge of a deep gorge. On one side of the land stretched upward, steep and rocky. On the other, it plunged straight down. Fireheart could see the far side of the gorge, only a few fox links away. The space looked tantalizing narrow, and Fireheart wondered if he could leap the gap. Perhaps it would if he weren't wasn't weren't too so tired and hungry. His paws prickled with fear at the thought of falling, but he couldn't resist peering over the side. Beneath his paws, the ground dropped away in a sheer cliff. Ferns clung to the tiny ledges, their leaves glistening, not from rain, but from the spray of the swollen torrent and foamed at the bottom of the gorge. Fireheart pulled back from the edge, and the fur along his spine bristling with the fear. Ahead of him, Deadfoot, One Whisker, and Graystripe plied steadily on, heads down. They would have to follow this place until they would cut, until they would cut, until they could cut away from it through the small strip of forest that stood between, be, between them and the ThunderClan territory. <clears throat> Fireheart stumbled as he hurried to catch up. Deadfoot's ears were prickled, were prick, pricked, and his tail flattened so that it was almost dragging along the ground. One whisker, one whisker was clearly nervous too. He kept looking sharply up the slopes beside them, as if he could hear something. Fireheart could hear nothing but the roaring of the river. He glanced anxiously over one, uh, over his shoulder, his eyes darting from one side to to the other side. The wind clan cat's weariness was making him uneasy. The steep slope began to flatten out until they could move farther away from the cliff edge. The rain was still driving into the into their faces, and the darkening sky told Fireheart the sun was setting. But it would not be long before they stood, before they reached the forest. 
there would be more shelter there. The thought of food and no dry nest cheered Fireheart. Suddenly, a warning yowl rumbled in Deadfoot's throat. Fireheart stiffened and tasted the air. A river clan patrol. A screech sounded from behind them, and the cats spun around to see six river clan warriors charging toward them. Fireheart's fur stood on end with horror. The deep gorge was, with its raging waters was still dang- dangerously close. A dark brown river clan cat landed on top of him. Fireheart rolled away away from the gorge, kicking fiercely with his back legs. He felt teeth bite into his shoulders and struggled under the weight of his of the hissing warrior. He scrambled desperately on the sodden ground, trying to free himself. The river clan warrior raked his side with sharp claws. Fireheart twisted and bit the fur on of his attacker. He clamped his jaws tight and heard the warrior yowl, but the other cat's claws only raked him more fiercely. This will be the last time you set foot on, in RiverClan territory, hissed the brown tom. Around him, Fireheart was aware of his companions struggling fiercely. He knew that there was, they were so as exhausted as he was from the long trek. He could hear Graystripes yelling violently. One whisker hissed with pain and rage. Then, from the forest behind them, another sound reached Fireheart's ears. It was full of fury, yet it filled Fireheart with a surge of hope. Tired Claw's war cry. Fireheart smelled the fast approaching of battle, ba- fast approaching battleson of the Thunderclan patrol. Tired Claw, Willowpaw, and White White Storm and Sandpaw. Yowling and spitting, the Thunderclan cats leaped into the fray. The brown tom released Fireheart, and, and he quickly struggled to his paws. He watched as Tigerclaw pinned a gray ta- tabby to the tom, to the ground, giving a warning bite to the tom's hind leg. The tom ran screeching away from, into the bushes. Tigerclaw whipped around and fixed his pale, pale eyes on Leopardfur. The molted Riverclan deputy was wrestling with Deadfoot. The lame warrior was no match for the ferocious River Clan she cat. Fury Fireheart Fireheart prepared to leap to the rescue, but Tiger Claw was ahead of him. The dark warrior divided divided forward dived forward and grasped Leopard Fur's wide shoulders. With a mighty yell he ha- he hauled her off, the scrawning wind clan deputy. Fireheart heard a vicious squeal behind him. He spun around to see Sandpaw locked in battle with another River Clan she cat. Twisting and tussling, the pair the pair rolled over and over in the wet grass, spitting and clawing each other fiercely. Fireheart gasped. They were rolling towards the rocky edge of the gorge. One more roll and they would be over the side. Fireheart sprang. With a mighty swipe, he bundled the River Clan warrior off Sandpaw and away from the edge. Sandpaw kicked away, closer to the drop. Fireheart lunged forward and grabbed her by the scruff of the neck of her neck with his teeth. She squealed with rage as he dragged her away from the gorge, her paws scrabbling on the muddy ground. She sprung to her paws as soon as he stopped and hissed at Fireheart, her eyes burning with fury. I can win my own battles without your help. Fireheart opened his mouth to explain, but a terrible howl made them both turn their heads. Graystripe was leaning furiously over the side of the gorge, his hind legs straining. Beside him, Fireheart Beside him, Fireheart glimpsed a white paw clutching at, clutched at the edge. 
Graystripe leaned down with his mouth open, trying to get a grip on the paw, but it disappeared out of sight in a terrifying rush. To Graystripe called out after it, the his wail echoing along the gorge. All the cats stopped fighting at the sound of Graystripe's agonized call. Agonized call. Fireheart froze, panting with shock and exhaustion. The River Clan cats scrambled to the edge of the gorge. Slowly, Fireheart followed them and looked over the side. Far below the deafening spray, he saw the dark head of a River Clan warrior sink beneath the foaming water. With a cold feeling of horror, Fireheart recalled the words of the Wind Clan's medicine cat, This day shall bring an unnecessary death. That is the end of Chapter 7. We're going to take a quick break and read Chapter 8. See you next time, or see you after the break. Hi everyone, and welcome back from the break. We will be reading Chapter 8. Leopard fur lifted her head and yowled into the wind. White claw, no! Graystripe scrambled backward until all four paws were on the safe ground. His wet, <coughs> his wet fur was bristling and his eyes were wide with shock. I tried to grab him. He just lost. I tried to grab him. He just lost his footing. I didn't mean to. The words tumbled out of breath. Um, the words tumbled out breathlessly. Fireheart bounded across the front, uh, bounded across to his friend and pressed his nose against his nose against his flank for comfort. But Graystripe backed backed blindly away. One by one, the other cats turned away from the edge and looked at Graystripe. The River Clan cats' were, eyes were narrowed with fury; their shoulders tense. Willowpelt and White Storm moved instinctively toward Graystripe, taking up defensive positions on either side of him. Leopard, leopard fur growled deep in her throat, but it was a warning to her own cats. They were to stay back. The River Clan deputy stared. The River Clan deputy stared Tiger Claw straight in the eye. This has gone gone beyond a border fight, she murmured. We shall return to our clan. It has become a matter to settle at another time in a different way. Tiger Claw defiantly returned Leopard's stare. He showed no fear, but merely gave the smallest of nods. Leopard fur flicked him the tip of her tail, then turned and patted away. The River Clan cats followed her, and the whole patrol disappeared into the bushes. Leopard, leopard fur's menacing words made Fireheart shiver. A sense of foreboding settled, settled over his heart like a cold shadow as he realized that this battle might have started a war. We shall leave, Meow Deadfoot, limping forward. You two young warriors served us well, and my clan thanks you. But the formal words of gratitude sounded hollow after the tragedy that they had just witnessed. Tireclaw nodded, and the two Wind Clan cats warrior the Wind Clan warriors began to head back toward their own territory. Fireheart meowed a quiet farewell to One Whisker as he pa- as he passed. One Whisker glanced briefly at him and walked on. Fireheart noticed that Sam Paul was standing at the edge of the gorge, staring down at the turret below. Her paws seemed frozen to the ground, and her eyes remained fixed on the steep drop. Fireheart guessed that she had realized how close she had 
she had come sharing White Claw's fate. Fireheart stared, st- started toward her, but Tiger Claw growled, "Follow me." The tabby warrior charged away through the trees, and the rest of the patrol followed him after him. But Firefall hesitated beside Graystripe. Come on, he urged. We should keep up. Graystripe shrugged, his eyes dull and clouded with pain with pain, and began to pad after the others, dragging the paw dragging his paws as if they were made from stone. Soon the cats ahead of them were out of sight, but Fire but Fireheart was able to track them by their scent. Terry Claw was le- leading them back towards ThunderClan territory, straight through RiverClan's strip of forest. Fireheart guessed that there was n- no need to worry about RiverClan patrols right now. The damage had already been done. <coughs> I would be point. It would be pointless to take a long way around by four trees. Tyreclaw had halted the patrol and was waiting for Fireheart and Graystripe at the border of the ThunderClan territory. I thought I told you to follow me, he growled. Graystripe was. Fireheart began. <clears throat> the sooner Graystripe gets back to camp, the better, interrupted Tigerclaw. Graystripe said nothing, but Fireheart bristled at the deputy's harsh tone. Whiteclaw's death wasn't his fault. <clears throat> Tigerclaw turned away. I know, he meowed. But it's done. Come on. And this time, keep up. He le- he leaped away, crossing the scent markers that bounded that bounded ThunderClan territory. Fireheart had been looking forward to this moment since leaving Windclan's den among the Thunder Pass. Now he hardly noticed as he pounded past the mar- markers, keeping one eye on Graystripe. The rain had eased as they followed the familiar trail to th- to the camp. When the patrol emerged from the gorse tunnel, some of the other clan cats bounded out of their dens. Their tails held high and green. Did you find one clan? Are they safe? Mousefur called. Fireheart nodded at, absently, but felt too hollow to reply. Mousefur's reply. Mousefur's tail dro- dropped. The other cats hung back at the edge of the clearing. The expressions on their faces of the returning cats told them something serious had happened. Come with me, Tigerclaw ordered Fireheart and Graystripe, leading them towards Blue Star's den. Fireheart had had kept close to Graystripe so that his fur so that his fur brushed against his friend. Graystripe just padded onward, neither drawing closer to Fireheart nor moving away. A warm new welcome welcome a warm mew welcomed them from the shadows beyond the legend. The three cats pushed their way into the snug cave. Welcome, Blue Star leaped up, purring. Did you find Windclan? Did you bring them back? Yes, Blue Star, Fireheart replied quietly. They are safe in the camp. Tallstar, they told me to thank you. Good, good, meowed Blue Star. Her eyes darkened as she noticed Tigerclaw's grim expression. What happened? Fireheart decided to return home through River, River Clan territory. Grad Tiger Claw, Graystripe looked up at, looked up for the first time. Oh, hold on, that was my dog. Nazi, get out.
Graystripe looked up for the first time. It wasn't just Fireheart who decided he began. Tigerclaw interrupted him. They were found by a river clan patrol. If my patrol hadn't heard their yelps in time, they wouldn't have made it at, it at home at all. So you rescued them. Yeah, Blue Star relaxing. Thank you, Tigerclaw. It's not that simple, Tigerclaw Tiger snored. They were fighting beside the gorge. A river clan warrior who was battling Graystripe fell over the edge. Fireheart noticed Graystripe plunge at Tigerclaw's words. Blue Star's eyes widened. Dead? She asked, looking horrified. Fireheart meowed quickly. It was an accident. Graystripe would never kill a cat over a border fight. I doubt Leopardstar, Leopardstar, I mean, Leopard Fur sees it that way. Tigerclaw turned on Fireheart, his tail lashing from side to side. What are, what are, what were you thinking, traveling through RiverClan's territory, and with WindClan cats? You sent a message that we are that we are their allies, which will only drive RiverClan and ShadowClan closer together. WindClan was with you in the RiverClan territory. Blue Star, Blue Star looked even more alarmed. Just two warriors. Tallstar gave us an escort home. We tried. Fireheart murmured, "You should have not come. Been, you should have. You should not have been in River Clan territory." Terraclaw snarled, especially with Wind Clan cats. It wasn't an alliance. They were escorting us back home. Fireheart protested. Does River Clan know that? Spat Tigerclaw. River Clan knew that we were going to find Wind Clan and bring them back. They agreed to it at, at the gathering. They shouldn't have attacked us. It was a special mission, like the journey to Highstones. They didn't agree to let you travel through to their territory, spat Tigerclaw. You still don't understand Clan ways, do you? Blue Star stood up. Her eyes flashed as she looked around at the three cats, but her voice was calm. Should have not have entered River Clan's hunting grounds. It was a dangerous thing to do. She looked sternly from Fireheart to Graystripe. Fireheart searched his her eyes for a harsher reproach, but could find none. He felt torn between the gratitude and guilt. <clears throat> he had caused a rift between River Clan that might threaten the safety. To safety of his clan for many moons. Blue Star went on, flicking her tail uneasily. At the same time, you did well to find one clan and bring it back, but we still we still need to prepare ourselves for an attack from River Clan. We need to start training more warriors, Fireheart and Graystripe. Grusser tells me that her that of her two kits that are almost ready to begin their training. I want each of you to take a kit as your apprentice. Fireheart felt stunned. What an honor. He couldn't believe Blue had suggested it, especially now. He glanced furtfully at at Tigerclaw. The deputy sat rigid as a rock. Graystripe raised his head. But none of Frostfurt kits are six moons yet. It won't be long before they are. The the divisions at at the last gathering troubled me. And today, Blue Star's voice trailed off. And Fireheart noticed Graystripe looked down at his paws once more. Terraclaw was staring at Blue Star, his amber eyes hard. Wouldn't it be better to ask more experienced warriors like Longtail or Darkstripe to take on apprentices, he asked. These two are hardly more than apprentices themselves.
I did consider that, replied Blue Star, but Longtail will be busy enough with Swift Paw. Dark Stripe is getting Dustpaw ready to become a full warrior. What, what about Running Wing? Tiger Claw asked. Running Wing is a fine hunter and a loyal war warrior, Blue Star answered, but I don't think he has the patience for mentoring. Thunder Clan has better use for his skills. And you think these. These two have got what it takes to train a ThunderClan warrior. Terraclaw mewed, sound, mew, meowed scornfully. Fireheart flinched. Terraclaw was eyeing him alone as he spoke. Does he think a kitty pet is not fit to train clanborn cats? He wondered angrily. Blister stared at, the, at her deputy. We shall find out. Don't forget, they would... They, they brought one clan home, of course. And of course, Terror Claw, she added, I'm relying on you to oversee their training. Tiger Claw nodded, and Blue Star turned back to Fireheart and Graystripe. Get something to eat, she ordered, then rest. We'll have the naming ceremony for the kids at Moon High. Fireheart led Graystripe out of their den out of the den, leaving Tiger Claw behind Blue Star. The rain was easy ease to find to find uh, to uh, the rain had eased to a fine drizzle i'm starving meowed fireheart he could smell the warm warm scent of fresh kill in the clearing are you coming to get something to eat graystripe stood behind him his eyes distant and sad he he slowly shook his head i just want to get some sleep he he muttered once his stomach was full fireheart pushed his way into the warrior's den Graystripe was curled up in a ball, his head tucked beneath his paws. Fireheart's eyes felt heavy, but his fur was still so so soaked as he forced himself to wash thoughtfully before settling into his warm nest. <clears throat> Willowpelt woke Fireheart with a gentle prod. Time for the ceremony, she whispered. Fireheart lifted his head and blinked. Thanks, Willowpelt, he meowed as she, as she ducked out of the den. He nudged Graystripe. Ceremony, he hissed, then stood up and stretched on his toes until his legs quivered. He was about to become a mentor. Excitement tingled in his paws. <clears throat> Graystripe stir stirred and uncurled slowly like an old cat. Suddenly, Fireheart paws seemed to remember that the long their long journey and began to ache again. At least the rain had stopped. In silence, Fireheart and Graystripe padded into the clearing. The moon shone above the trees, turning the wet branches silver. Well done for bringing the wind clan, wind clan home. The cheery voice made Fireheart jump. He turned to see Halftail settling down beside him. You must have come and share. You must come and share the story with the elders one night. Fireheart nodded absently, then looked back into the clearing. Frostfur was already sitting below the high rock. A kit sat on either side of her, one smudgy gray and one ginger. The white queen twisted her head and looked behind behind their ears. The little gray she-kit shook her head impatiently as, the, as her mother fussed over her. Once more, excitement made Fireheart's fur tingle. Beside... Besi Beside him, Graystripe sat staring at the ground. Aren't you excited? Fireheart asked. Graystripe shrugged. Graystripe? Fireheart lowered his voice. White Claw's death wasn't your fault. It was the worst place for an attack, and even the River Clan cats should have known that. 
Sampaw nearly fell over the edge, too, he added. He glanced at Sampaw sitting nearby. Beside her, Dustpaw stared at Fireheart with raw jealousy in his eyes. Fireheart couldn't blame him. He was about to to become a mentor when Dustpaw hadn't even been been given his warrior name. But he flinched when Dustpaw leaned up towards Sampaw and whispered loud enough for Fireheart to hear. I feel sorry for Fireheart's apprentice. He Im- imagined a clan cat being trained by a kitty pet. But for once, Sampaw didn't react. She just shot an uncomfortable glance at Fireheart. Fireheart turned back to Graystripe. Booster doesn't blame you. He insisted. She knows you're a good warrior. She's given you... Y- you your own apprentice graystripe lifted her, lifted his eyes and replied bitter, bitterly she's just doing it because thunder clan needs more apprentices and why do we need them because i've given river clan an excuse to hate us fireheart was shocked by the harshness in graystripe's tone please sir meow summon summon them before he could say anything more fireheart fireheart patted toward his clan toward the clan leader. Graystripe trailed after him. When they reached the center of the clearing, Blue Star gazed around at the assembly of cats. This moon high, we gathered together to name two princes. Come forward, you two. The gray kit darted from his mother's side into the clearing. His, her fluffy tail held high and her blue eyes wide. The ginger she-cat, the ginger kit, came forward more slowly. His ears pricked, were pricked, and he frowned with seriousness as he walked to the foot of the high rock. Fireheart's, Fireheart heart's heart began to pound in his chest. Which one of these kits would be would he be given he couldn't help feeling that solemn-faced ginger kit would be easier to train but there was something about the gray kit's clumsy enthusiasm that reminded him of himself when he had first joined the clan from this day forward blue star meowed gazing down at the little gray kit until she 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 has earned her warrior name this apprentice will be caught we will be called cinderpaw Cinderpaw, the gray kit, gray kit couldn't help mewing her new name out loud. A quiet, quieting hiss came from Frostfur, and Cinderpaw ducked her head apologetically. Fireheart meowed, Blue Star. Fireheart meowed, Blue Star. Are you ready for your first apprentice? You will begin Cinderpaw's training. Pride swelled and swelled in Fireheart's chest. You are fortunate, Fireheart, to have had more than one mentor. I expect you to pass on everything I taught you to this young warrior apprentice. Fireheart suddenly began to feel a bit overwhelmed. Blue Star's Star words carried a weight of responsibility. He wasn't sure he was ready to end ready for and share with her the skills you learned from Tigerclaw and Lionheart. At the mention of Lionheart, Fireheart pictured the golden warrior looking down on him from Silverpelt with warm and encouraging eyes. He lifted his head and returned Blue Star's gaze as steadily as he could. And this apprentice, Blue Star turned her gaze toward the ginger kit, will be known as Brackenpaw. Brackenpaw didn't move or make a sound. Graystripe will train Br- Brackenpaw. Our lost friend Lionheart was was your mentor. I hope that his skill and wisdom will pass through you to your new apprentice. 
Graystripe lifted his head high as at Blue Star's words. For a moment, a gleam of pride showed in his eyes. He stepped forward and touched his new apprentice's nose with his own. Brackenpaw returned the touch politely. Only his eyes, which shone like stars, gave away the fact that this young cat was as excited as his sister. As soon as Fireheart saw the pair touched noses. He realized he should have done the same. He stepped forward quickly. Cinderpaw jerked her head up and their noses collided painfully. Cinderpaw touched his nose again, this time less awkwardly. But Fireheart's eyes were beginning to, be, beginning to water. He could see that Cinderpaw was trying not to stop her whiskers from twitching with amusement and a flush of embarrassment washed over him. I'm a mentor, he reminded himself. Fireheart looked around at the rest of the clan. Every cat seemed to be nodding approvingly. Then his eyes fell, found Tigerclaw. From the edge of the clearing, the deputy's amber gaze gave, seemed to mock him. Fireheart looked hastily down at Cinderpaw, who was staring at him with undisguised pride. Fireheart first suddenly began to prickle. He wanted to be a great warrior and a good mentor more than anything else. But it pained him. But, but it seemed painfully clear that Tiger Claw was just waiting for him to fail. That is the end of chapter uh, eight. Um, uh, we, uh, I will post Saturday or maybe even earlier. Hope you guys enjoyed this ep- bonus episode, and then I'll see you next time.